You're listening to Fiat Vox, a podcast that brings you news from UC Berkeley by the Office of Communications and Public Affairs. I'm your host, Anne Bryce. Raising enough money for a group of teenage girls to take a trip to the Caribbean isn't easy. But Derricka Hunt made it happen. She's a PhD candidate in education at UC Berkeley. She started a nonprofit in 2017 called Dreamers for Change Foundation. One of its programs, Passports for Change, brings teenage girls of color from economically disadvantaged communities on trips to somewhere new in the world. Many of our youth have never left their communities. And there's the idea of meritocracy, like you need to work hard to get out. And, and I think the girls understand no matter how hard I work, sometimes I literally cannot get out. She makes it clear that it isn't a study abroad experience or a destination vacation. In fact, it's hard work. It's a chance for them to see new things, taste new foods, smell new aromas, touch new things, to expand their view of the world. It's an opportunity for them to begin to see and visualize a new world, to begin to realize that change is possible. So we often instill in the girls the world that you want will not happen. It will not just magically, you will not wake up and the world will be instantly better or somehow this uh, place of equality or equity, but you have to create that world. For Derica, that message began with her mom, who taught her to dream big and to fight for what she believed in. Derica grew up in South Florida. She says her schooling experiences often felt disempowering, as she says they often do for youth of color in low-income schools. So I lived in a community that was predominantly black and brown and predominantly poor. And so you have us going to these schools where we're learning nothing about ourselves, nothing about our own empowerment. And so I think it really creates a distress in the youth and it creates an uninterest in school. In third grade, when all the other kids stood up to say the Pledge of Allegiance, Derricka stayed sitting and silent. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of And I remember telling my mom, this doesn't feel right to me. Why am I saying this pledge and I'm going home every day to this community, seeing people suffering, seeing people marginalized, and but I'm pledging to this country that doesn't pledge to us. Instead of enforcing the school's rules, Derricka's mom stood by her daughter's decision. I could tell my teachers I don't do that. And it definitely created some friction. Some teachers didn't like that or I would be disciplined. And my mom always said um, that I could do what felt best. And she would 100% support me. Instead of reading Romeo and Juliet or The Great Gatsby, Derricka read The Color Purple by Alice Walker, and I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. And those stories represented me. I saw myself in them, and they were literature that was beautiful. My mom's premier uh, focus was, I want you to know yourself first, and then we move outside of ourselves. Her mom encouraged her to learn different languages, write poetry, create artwork. So so I think my mom helping me create a learning experience that made me interested in learning, I, I thrived in school because she did that. Derricka's mom died when Derricka was only 13 years old. Derricka says it's her mother who inspires her work today, that her mom buried her dreams within her so they could bloom. As a doctoral candidate at Berkeley, Derricka is working to create a pathway to give youth a new kind of education beyond the kind that traditional schools offer their students today. Last year, Dreamers for Change traveled to Trinidad and Tobago, an island in the Caribbean. To raise the $7,000 needed for the group of 15 girls to go on the trip, Derricka had to get creative. 
She applied for small grants, organized group bake sales and car washes, and worked longer hours to cover the rest. The funds paid for everyone's airfare, lodging, meals, and day trips once they arrived. Derica says the girls found it especially fascinating to be in a country where most of the population was of African or East Indian descent or indigenous to the area. They somehow felt seen in a different way where everybody looked like them, or not everybody in a homogenous sense, but people were overwhelmingly people of color. They didn't feel so different or ostracized. In that situation, they're the majority. And that majority entails a range from the good to the bad. The experience in Trinidad and Tobago impacted each of the girls deeply in different ways, says Derica. But one thing it did for all of them, she says, was inspire them to begin to create change in their own communities. After they got back, a group of girls began to attend their local city council meetings. They wrote letters about how the school they attend treats them unfairly. They've even talked to the mayor about it. Any of the girls prior to that said they never had any interest, they didn't feel invested or connected. And I think now, even if that doesn't continue long term, there is an awareness and understanding of local government. Being in a new place, says Derica, helped the girls to imagine what a different world could look like beyond what they've known and how to begin to create it themselves. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. To hear more news from UC Berkeley, you can subscribe to this podcast via Vox on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, or you can visit Berkeley News at news.berkeley.edu.